Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It is a beautiful Tuesday afternoon. I'm Scoot on the air. We're at People's Health Medicare Center, Vets and Causeway, right next to Party City. And this is Medicare Enrollment Day. And they just had a, a big meeting, just, uh, just got out, and they were explaining to people just firsthand and in person how to sign up for Medicare. It's not that easy. I, you think that it would be, but it's, you know, it's all online stuff. And the great thing about People's Health Medicare Center is that there are people right here. And, and they will explain to you face-to-face. And you can just get all the information you need about, about Medicare and about a supplement to make sure you're totally covered. And you're going to save money. So um, feel free to just stop by now or, or stop by anytime. All right. So um, we're talking about uh, the boomer generation since we're at this Medicare center. And the basic topic is Medicare. Uh, we're talking about the baby boomer generation. But for those of you who are Gen X Millennials, Gen Z, this should be interesting to you because you're going to get some insight into the baby boomer generation. And I know a lot of you don't like boomers and you have great resentment for boomers. Um, I understand that. But, you know, boomers have done some things, some things right. Uh, I'm going to break down all the years for the different generations just so we know where everybody is. But um, I want to just mention also, uh, like I did earlier, that I'm so glad things worked out for uh, D.A. Jason Williams and his uh, 78-year-old mother, carjacked carjacked yesterday and you know it just goes to show you that this can happen to anybody and they stole his um, Lincoln Navigator big SUV and the police found it not not far away so you know they might have just been taking some kind of a ridiculous joyride also the other thing that you've heard in our news is um, the city council has ousted Mayor Cantrell's communication director, Gregory Joseph. Now, what happens here? I mean, do they physically take him kicking and screaming from the office? I'm not really sure how this works because Mayor Cantrell is ignoring the power of the council. It's not the first time that she has defied the authority of the, the council. Um, she's sticking with this guy who she selected to be her communications director, and apparently he broke the law. And you're not supposed to break the law. And when you're in government and you're working for the people, you know, we expect you to to do the right thing. And one of the attributes of the baby boomer generation is a strong work ethic and, and, you know, trying to do the right thing and, and, and not wanting to blame everything on someone else. But when it's your fault, accepting responsibility for what is your fault. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens here. I mean, how is he actually removed I mean, would the city council, I don't know, would they cut his salary? I don't know. Maybe there's been conversation about that that I have missed, but that's going to be an interesting story to, uh, to watch. A lot of people still talking about the election yesterday and low voter turnout. A lot of people also talking about the Saints game and the loss. And what I hear from Dennis Allen and what I hear from the players, I think is positive. I think it's, 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 it's good that we hear such frustration. 
and a demand for accountability among themselves. That's not something that, you know, you generally heard in the in the past. All right. Um, Ian Hoke is on vacation. Coleman is our studio producer. Our promotions director, Ashley Oye, is uh, with us on location at People's Health Medicare Center. And she's going to join us with uh, some of the text messages. Now, let's bring everybody up to date. There was a text that I didn't understand, and it, you didn't even understand it either. It was about something about Taylor Swift living in New England. So here it is. The original text said, so it's Taylor Swift in New England? Well, now we know. And I think when you read it the right way, oh. they came back once we said we didn't know what they were talking about. We thought it said, is Taylor Swift in New England? Yeah. No, they're saying, oh, so it's Taylor Swift in New England. They came back and said, dang, I thought you would have gotten that one. Didn't Reba sing when whoever's in New England's through with you? Oh, you know, I... And you know, it's a song that came out before both Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift yeah. were born. So maybe... Not even they would catch that reference. I, I'm sorry that slipped by me. Maybe if it had been a rock song, I would have right. done it. I mean, I love Reba McIntyre, but I don't know I can know sing Fancy to You by Reba <laughs> okay. McIntyre, but not this one. The song yeah. is called Whoever's in New England. Okay. It's a song from 1986. Yeah, we mentioned that, uh, that uh, you know, Taylor Swift and Charles, T- Travis Kelsey, that now Reba McIntyre is a little jealous because apparently she kind of had this, like, crush on Travis Kelsey. I mean, the guy's, he's a nice looking guy. He's got nice blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Got a nice contract. He does well. <laughs> you know, I mean, he, he's, he's, he's in a lot of commercials. Sure. So, you know, he's got a, he's got a nice got bank a, account. Is that what you're getting out to? Well, not that Taylor Swift needs to worry about no. anybody's bank account. Right. But, I think she's you know, good. I mean, I, 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 would, I would think that he's an attractive um, uh, person. Prospect. Yes, exactly. I, you know, I hate to make it sound like that, but you know what I'm, you know what I'm I think, saying. I think, honestly, the, the Taylor-Travis thing is well-matched. I think they're both at the top yeah. of their respective games. So how I don't s- think Reba's a player in this, How honestly. serious do you think it is? Do you think they're, okay. It seems do you pretty think, serious. Do you think they're really in love, or is this just kind of a, this is my thing right now. We're all getting a lot of attention and having fun. I hope for them that they are in love. I don't. I can't say either way. Yeah. I'm not actually, you know. Yeah, I, you know. I mean, I, I've I've hoped for the best for them, and you know, if they're in love and it all works out, that's fine. I just don't see that happening. I see this as just one of those things right now. But I love the people who who complain about Taylor Swift distracting from football. Taylor Swift is not distracting from football because when they show Taylor Swift, it's right after a play. And they're not playing while they're showing Taylor Swift. The team's setting up for the next play. So nobody's missing anything. You know, you're not missing any, any, any football. Right. They're not showing her instead of the replay. Exactly. You know, or instead of the game. Yeah, we're going to cut away from the game to show Taylor Swift in the suite. And they're showing yeah. her at the good moments. I want to point that out. Yeah, yeah. You know, if yeah. they were showing me at a game with our team right now, <laughs> they might catch me saying some things that you're not really allowed to say it's on a, TV, mouthing it's a, that. It's amazing how easy it is to read the lips of players and coaches when mm-hmm. they say that When they say that word. Mm-hmm. I mean, that word is so easily lip-read, mm-hmm. you know, if you will. All right, so... Anyway, talking sports, you got Pat yeah, on the text right. line. Okay. Uh, he says, Scoot, if you get back on the Saints topic, which, look, we did. We did, yes. Here's a question I posed to Cannon at the beginning of the football season. Who ends up with more wins this year, the Saints or LSU? At this point, that's a good question. And at this point, I think it would might be LSU. Um, but I don't know. I just I have this feeling that the Saints are going <clears> to, <throat> excuse me, turn things around. And I mean, I, I hope they do. There's so much talent there. You know, I was so tired of the coach and the players just 
seeming so unaffected by the loss. Not this time. They were affected by this loss. Let's see if it changes them. Scoot, you got to drop your Venmo or PayPal or something real quick because you got a texter that says, Scoot, I will give you $5 if you stop gossiping about Taylor and Travis. No, it had to be a lot more than that. <laughs> It'd have to be more five than five dollars. I mean, that's nothing. Raise the price. Are you kidding? I mean, this is like golden talk material. We're, t- we're obviously we're talking about other things too, and not just uh, not just that. All right, you got something else? Yeah, uh, we're talking about age. You're talking about being a boomer. Uh, you're talking about the years of the different generations. Yeah. Um, and and what it means to get older. I think you have two 985 texters that are talking to each other, and I think don't even know it. Know it. Uh, your first one says, "You know, I dreaded 30, then I woke up 30 and realized age is just a number." Yeah, that's a good point. Um, you know, when I think about the fact that I've gotten older, I mean, I'm having a great time. I love my life. I've tried to take care of myself. Try to continue to. And I just, you know, try to just, you know, have fun and realize the alternative is death. So, you know, I mean, you either get older or you're dead. Right. You got uh, this other texter saying, 51 years old, and I'm going to see saliva and drowning pool at Southport Hall Sunday night. I love this. I love it. I think that's just so awesome. All right, let me break this down for everybody because, you know, whenever we talk about uh, boomers and extras, people want to know, well, what am I? You know, what am I? All right. If you were born between 1946 and 1964, you're a boomer. If you were born between 1965 and 1980, you're a Gen Xer. If you were born between 1981 and 1996, you're a millennial. And you know, before the term millennial came up, before the term millennial became popular, that generation was known as Gen Y. But now Gen Y is the millennial generation. If you were born between 1997 and 2010, you're a Gen Z, also known as a Zoomer. And now there's Generation Alpha, Gen Alpha, for anybody born after 2010. So where do we go from there? I mean, Gen Alpha, they're going to have to come up with another name. I mean, we're kind of running. I mean, if you keep going, it's then Beta, Well, right? yeah, I guess so. But when you start out with Gen X, you know, you don't have a lot of room in the alphabet left. When you restart it. It looks yeah, like that's what we're doing. I guess so. Alpha, then Beta. I just know that you start to pay attention, notice, or feel your age when somebody from a younger, any younger generation calls you sir or ma'am for the first time? I get both. I mean, <laughs> I'm a millennial who has green hair, and I'm still getting called yes ma'am, yeah. and I'm like, ooh, yeah. ooh. You know, I, I noticed at, when I turned 19, I noticed that wherever I was, there were people younger than me. And before that, it seemed like everybody around me was older than me. So it kind of depends on, on, on where you fit in. But I specifically remember at 19 thinking, wow, there's, you know, people around me are younger than me, and they used to all be older than me. And so I, I guess it kind of depends on who you, uh, who you hang out with, uh, with today. You know, a text that you brought up earlier about the Linda Fricky case, um, someone came back with that and and you were talking about how it happened i think your caller talking about conic how it happened to him as well yeah um apparently cynthia lee's father was robbed at gunpoint getting into his truck a year or so ago wow i'm, I'm i don't remember i don't recall according that to someone on the text line i hadn't heard about that one either um but you know someone else said you know really sad to hear about da williams getting carjacked with his mom a video was released said that he had asked the carjackers to just let him get his mom out the car first which they complied with 
they say, but I can't help but think of Linda Fricke and how she was unable to get out wow. of the car. No winners here. This is a great experience for uh, our district attorney. Uh, I mean, if there was ever something that would cause him to to gain empathy for anybody who is a victim, it is this um, situation. Do we still have some coffee mugs? Yeah, we just had to go get some out. You okay. know, so many people were just sitting in this information session, and they all came out wanting the free WWL mugs, the World War II Museum tickets. We're restocking now. Okay. Got some more here at People's Health. WWL coffee mugs and World War II Museum tickets. And we've got it for you right now at uh, People's Health Medicare Center on Vets and Causeway, uh, right next to right next to Party City. All right. If you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. And also, um, also, we've got a great text off uh, coming up later this hour. And um, let's see. Um, also, there. Let's let me find. I, I, you know, on location sometimes I I'll lose papers. But wait, I can't blame it on being on location because sometimes I do this in the studio itself. Um, let's see. On the scoot on the air rock culture calendar, if I can find it. Oh, here it is. There we go. All right. On this day in. When was this? On this day in. 1967. There was a musical that opened up off-Broadway. It debuted at New York's Shakespeare Festival, and then it went to Broadway a year later, and then it hit the big screen movie theater in 1979. The musical was Hair, and this was so reflective of the baby boomer generation. If you had long hair back then, you were an outcast. Okay, a little too much information. Uh, this is actually the Cowsills singing the soundtrack to, to Hair. And they had a, this was a number one hit in, in the country. But on this day in 1967, this was a baby boomer uh, generation musical, Hair. And it had a lot in there about equality, a lot in there about sex. And just this, this main song from the musical Hair really just did destroy the baby generation. And the song and the musical are also was critical of the baby boomer generation. I'm Scoot on the air. If you want to join us with a comment, the Oakland Art Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I want to let this song play just a little bit. This is the new release from the Rolling Stones. A new album is uh, about to be released. The song is titled Sweet Sounds of Heaven. It's the Rolling Stones with Lady Gaga and Stevie Wonder, and I think this song is killer. Man, I said this yesterday. I just, I, I, love, that, I, I love that Mick Jagger, at the age of 80, is doing new stuff. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's the Stones, but it's a little different. It's, it's not just the same old thing. And I just love that he's kind of stepping out there. Uh, Coleman, wh where do you fall in the, uh, the generation category? I, I know you're somewhere between an Xer and a millennial. 
Yeah, apparently I'm a millennial based on that chart that you uh, read out. I was born okay. in 81, but a text okay. said I'm a, z- a zillennial, a, a mix. A zillennial. However <laughs> they pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, there's always going to be that, uh, that, that threshold area where you could be almost either one. So, look, as a... As a uh, a millennial, how do you feel about the, like the new Stone stuff that we're that we're playing? Well, this particular song, I, I can I can say it's not my cup of tea. I like more aggression. You know, this is more bluesy and soulful, and there's a mm-hmm. place for that. But for my personal taste, I'm more, I like aggression stuff that gets you hype, heavy metal, gangster rap stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I can okay. I can appreciate the art, the artistry and the vocalism of it, but I, I like stuff that gets me going. I understand, Ashley. You're a millennial. You're, you're you're barely a millennial, right? You're almost a. I'm 89. Okay. I'm a millennial. Okay, so you're a millennial. What I was going to tell Coleman. They call us both elder millennials now. That's that's a that's a phrase that is thrown around. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm more not sure. Elder. <laughs> All right, just like you have a text on the line that says, "Boo! I was born in 1982, and I am not a millennial." 1982. Um, yeah, you're a millennial. Yeah, you're a millennial. I think it's a lot about how you were raised and like with. Like, were you raised with your older siblings and you were right. all treated the same way? So you all now feel like Gen Xers or you spent a lot of time with your grandparents growing up. So maybe you feel like not even an Xer. Right. So what do you think of the Rolling Stones? Mick Jagger's 80 years old. I mean, this is the baby generate baby boomer generation getting older and still rocking it. I like the new stuff. What what does somebody as a millennial think of the, the Stones? I see that he's definitely trying to almost reinvent a little bit and appeal to the younger generation by bringing in Lady Gaga, some different yeah. sounds on, you know, new music. There's a video, and I don't know if it's this song or the lead single on this album featuring in the video, uh, her name is Sydney Sweeney. She's an actress from the show Euphoria. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes, is that the, that's the video where they have the, they're performing on the billboards. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she's the new generation hot chick on the back of his convertible. Yeah. That's. Yeah. But it's somebody that could be his granddaughter. Yeah. In fact, I think <laughs> I, I think in the same time Mick Jagger became a father, he also became a great grandfather. Yeah. I just do the math on that. It just doesn't even make sense. Yeah. But you uh, you have respect for the Stones still doing it today. Oh, I totally do. And I think it's good that he's trying to appeal to a new generation. Yeah. I host bar trivia once a week. And sometimes, you know, it'll be a music history kind of question. I think the most entertaining is once when a team turned in an answer where they spelled his name, who Mick Jagger, I think, is a pretty recognizable name in rock and roll history, right? Right. They turned in his name and spelled it as if it was a combo at McDonald's. Not Mick space Jagger. It's oh, MC capital MC. J. Oh, like God. I'd like to order a McJagger with fries and a Coke. That's So I'm funny. like, it's good that he's doing something to come back to a new generation because they, they need to know. It's very generational <laughs> revealing. Um, you know, obviously, the, the, you know, the Stones have never spent a lot of money on um, a cosmetic surgery. They have not. No, they're kind of like just letting it happen, which is uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Unlike somebody who tries to reinvent their career constantly, I know. Madonna. Madonna. What happened to her? Too much. Yeah. Too much happened by her own yeah. choice going under the knife, I think. I know. Personal and, opinion. And, and, listen, I, I agree with you. Faye Dunaway's another one. Borderline share. I mean, it's like sometimes you just kind of have to let the process just... Um, 
just take place. All right, we are live. I remind you, we are live at People's Health Medicare Center, and this is a Veterans Highway, very close to Causeway. We're going to talk a little bit more about this um, whole uh, setup uh, in the next hour. But it, it's a place for you to come and get firsthand information about Medicare because it can be confusing, it can be complicated, and there are people right here. There's a there's a there's a, a big uh, meeting room where they have. Um, they have sessions where they explain everything to you, and then you can get private sessions as well. I mean, really, you can walk in here and just talk to anybody. But the great thing about this is you can walk up and talk to people. And so it's a, it's a, real, um, it's a real benefit. If you want to join us with a comment, the Oakland Art Jewelers Talk and Text Line, 504-260-1870. Here's what I think is one of the great, one of the great contributions of the baby boomer generation. You can wear jeans almost anywhere. When I was growing up, the upscale restaurants in New Orleans, you couldn't wear jeans. And now jeans are acceptable almost anywhere. And sometimes you have to wear a coat, but you can wear jeans. I think you can go to Galatoire's. You could wear, I think you can wear jeans, but you have to have a coat on. And if you don't have one, they've got one that they'll, they'll let you borrow. But baby boomers really grew up with jeans as their, um, a, a real staple in their, uh, in their fashion. And as baby boomers got older and they defined that generation, they defined the, the, that segment of the population as they got older, then uh, th all of a sudden jeans were acceptable everywhere. And I use that as an example for when people talk about, well, what are these young people going to do today with these piercings and these tattoos? They, when they get to be the establishment, they are going to redefine what it means to be the establishment. And in the same way that jeans are acceptable everywhere now, uh, there's going to be a time when piercings and tattoos are going to be, like, acceptable. To, well, I think they're acceptable anyway. Like but I was going to say, <laughs> I already work for Odyssey. I have green hair and a nose ring, yes, and you, I was hired with both cool. of those things. Yeah. I'm sorry, Coleman? <laughs> no, I was about to say, like, uh, how's the Emerald Princess hair looking today? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, I, uh, listen, I, I know. I, I feel fortunate that I've, I've been in a business my, my entire life where uh, you know, I could wear whatever I wanted to, uh, to wear to work. So that's been a, a nice thing. But I do think that jeans were a great contribution of the boomer generation. Here's what I'm not happy about with, with boomers. Boomers, when they were young, and if you listen to some of the, the tracks on the, the soundtrack for the musical Hair, which opened up on this day in 1967, you will hear songs about equality. And baby boomers were dedicated as a generation to equal rights, social equality, civil rights, gay rights. There was such a, a, there was such a push to not judge people. And yet, as the establishment, collectively baby boomers, I think are a very, very judgmental generation. Uh, Ashley, do we have any text? You got somebody on the line that says, Gen X, Gen Z, etc. It's just another way for progressives, in quotes, to divide us, divide and conquer. And Scoot, <laughs> I don't know if you disagree like I do. That's crazy. I think what we're forgetting here is these divisions. Yes, the years, there's, there's not really as much of a hard cutoff as we're saying, right? We're right. talking about the years they start and stop, but we know it gets a little murky in between yeah. the different generations. It's about historical and sociological and technological context of what's going on in development with those generations that shows fundamental differences between the two, right? 
between one and the next. And there are there are people who are truly looking for everything that might divide us. They're, they're, they're looking for reasons that we might be divided by the progressives. How does how does how does uh, defining us into different generations? How does that divide us? It's a it's a, it's a generational mark. It's uh, it's not it's not it's not done to divide us. In fact, the division between boomers and millennials is not based on the fact that you're that generation and we're this generation. That division is based on the fact that millennials are very resentful of boomers because of a lot of things that they're going to have to deal with when when they get older. So I, I don't understand how I mean, the divide and conquer comes from the beliefs of the generations, not this demarcation of this year and this year. And I don't think it's meant to conquer anyway. I think it's just a way to highlight sometimes differences, trends, yeah. data and how different age groups reflect differently in, right. in the way they think, act, and move. All right, if you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870, and we continue live from the People's Health Medicare Center on Veterans Highway, uh, basically at Causeway, right next to Party City. In fact, I can look right across the street and see um, Dickie's Barbecue. So maybe we'll talk about that uh, coming up soon. This is an interesting day on the uh, Scoot on the Air rock culture calendar. On this day in 1977, Leonard Skinner released the album Street Survivors. This album had a number of great songs on it. This was the, uh, the last album with frontman uh, Ronnie, Zan- Ronnie Van Zant and guitarist Steve Gaines. They were killed three days after the album was released. The plane went down, their plane went down on its way to a concert in Baton Rouge. What's Your Name, You Got That Right, and That Smell are all in the album. What's interesting is, and this is kind of an urban legend, the cover of the album almost predicted what was going to happen to, to Leonard Skinner because on the cover of the album, it had the band standing there, and in the back, in the background, there were flames. The whole band was engulfed in flames. And right after this album was, was, was released, there was the, the crash. That smell refers to the smell of death that surrounds you. RCA Records recalled the original uh, fire theme album and, uh, and changed it after that. I'm Scoot on the air, and we will be back on WWL. All right, so like maybe this is a moment that maybe baby boomers are not proud of, but I remember, I guess I was about, I don't know, 11, 12 years old, and the twist had come out, and I knew how to do it, and we were at my aunt's house for Christmas night or Thanksgiving or some, some event, and it so my dad sets it up like, hey, come on over and do the twist for us. All of these old people are standing around in a circle, and I'm in the middle, and I'm doing the twist. And, you know, we had a lot of dances. I mean, baby boomers. We had the, the twist, the mashed potato, the swim, the jerk, the bump. The bump was very um, sensual. I mean, because you're bumping body parts. We had a dance called the Gator, which once in a while we bring up on the show, and any baby boomers that went to parties in, in the New Orleans area know about the Gator. And it was always like, you know, the bad boys that would, you know, pop the Gator at the, at the party. Um, since we are at uh, People's Health Medicare Center on Vets uh, near Causeway next to Party City, 
and this relates to baby boomers. I thought we would spend a little time talking about the baby boomer generation because, you know, they are the establishment today and very colorful. And for millennials and Xers and uh, Zoomers, it's um, an opportunity for maybe you to um, get a little more insight into the generation that many of you don't really uh, don't really like. All right. Um, Ashley's got a, a couple of more text messages. Are you interested in some of the texts that come in, Ashley? Your texters are hilarious. I know. Some of them very insightful. They're Some great. of them are hilarious. Uh, you are getting a lot of people asking the same question. What's the generation before the baby boomers called? The silent generation. Yeah, which I feel like is unfair. It, it is. It's, <laughs> but, I mean, they were silent. I mean, I guess they didn't. All they did was work and, and went to war, and they didn't complain about things. And, and yet they're referred to as the silent generation. Well, they're texting you now, so they're speaking to you, Scoot. Okay, good for you. Good for you. Glad you're with us as well. Uh, I have somebody that's asking about Coleman because you asked what generation he was. And we found out that he's right on the cusp of Gen X and Millennial. Someone says, here's how you know if Coleman truly is an Xer or a Millennial. If Coleman said, Scoot, I just got in a fight with somebody. Does that mean you actually punch somebody in the face and or an argument? How he would describe what happened would let us know what generation he really falls under. Okay, Coleman. So you just punched somebody in the face. Are you, oh, no, no, you just got in a fight got with somebody. Fight. Got in yeah. a fight. What does that mean? Oh, that means I whipped somebody's ass. <laughs> Gen X it is. <laughs> <laughs> then you're, yeah, you're an Xer. Other than that, it's just an you're argument. You're an Xer. <laughs> yeah. You know, see, baby boomers knew how to have arguments. You know, today it's a young generation that will shoot you. You know, but we used to know how to, to, to disagree. And now there's a lot of, well, okay. You say shoot you. I think I default to they're going to flame you. They're going to troll you online. Well, okay, that's the way the civilized ones would do it. Uh, sure. if, you're, if you're on the street, there's an element that would, would, uh, would shoot you. But you're right. They will totally try, they will try to destroy your life on, on, online. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to uh, Cosmo. Cosmo, you're on WWL. Good afternoon. Hey, Scoot. Um, good afternoon. Um, I'm a baby boy. I'm almost 65. Um, anyway, um, I, was, I wanted to talk about Mick Jagger and uh, some other uh, rockers that are still performing and widening up their audience like Mick Jagger. I caught some of the song, but um, here at work, I, I couldn't listen to it all. But I... Uh, I respect Mick Jagger, the way he works out, keeps himself in shape, and still performing at his age at a high energy level. But also, um, I could make a comparison to um, Jason, uh, Justin Haywood of the Moody Blues and John Lodge, still performing. So, um well, I mean, when's the well, last time of- Justin came out? I mean, Justin's kind of been hiding out in, in, in Morocco. He's kind of just, uh, he's kind of hanging out. John Lodge, he's still out there performing. Right, but uh, Justin Hayward's still performing, too. He's, he, well, he is, he's, got his, he's got an LP, and he's still performing. Um, it may be overseas, but he's doing a tour in the United States as well. So, Look, I'm really glad, um, too. I'm glad to hear that. Coleman, I'm, I'm sorry. Coleman has just informed me that we kind of have to, to wrap up here. So I'll give you, give you one last uh, thought here. I've got to get to the text off. 
Oh, I'm sorry. He's gone. Okay, Cosmo. Well, listen, thanks for calling in. Yeah, we've got to get to the, uh, the, the text off. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, um, Ian Hoke is on vacation. Uh, Coleman is our studio producer. And Ashley Oye is uh, on location. Uh, she is our promotions director. And so she's um, agreed to do some text uh, messages for us. So we'll be back with uh, more of your calls and more of your text. And when we come back, we're going to do the, uh, the Tuesday text off. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar today, we wish happy birthday to Gary Puckett. Gary Puckett of Gary Puckett and the Union Gap. He was part of that Happy Together tour. I've seen him a couple of times. Gary Puckett today is 81 years old. Listen to the lyrics of this song as we go to break. Young girl, get out of my life. My love for you is way out of line. What the heck is that about? I mean, that would be frowned upon today. Well, it was frowned upon back then, too. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back with a text off on WWL. Okay, it's time for the Tuesday text off. This is where we, we generally play uh, two songs. One of them is an original, and one of them is a cover. We don't always play them in that order. But you, the audience, gets to decide which is best. There's song A and song B. And what you need to do is, after you hear the two songs, text A or B to the Open Heart text line, 504 260 1870. It's 504-260-1870. Um, here is song A, and this is a song that baby boomers can relate to because not only were they familiar with the song, but the song really reflected the, the, the social change that was promoted by the baby boomer generation. Here is song A. All right, that is song A, and here is song B, depending on which one you like best. Uh, text it to the Oakland Art text line, 504-260-1870. Okay, which song does you like best, song A or song B? Right now, text A or B to the Okinawa text line, 504-260-1870. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 